was talking to everybody else. Actually, the, all the people I'm sure are with the kids or thereabouts are here. So let's talk about that. After the rescue, what did we do with the kids? Huh. I imagine they've all been stuffed into the lighthouse. Okay. <laughs> Just to like make sure they're okay and like so we can take yeah. care of them. And, oh, like, so that yeah. <laughs> not like the lighthouse, like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, the like command center, whatever the. the uh, oh the right, right, right. That's the yep. Willem Dafoe is near, is uh, babysitting. Um, it's gonna be a hell of a time, kids. Well, that's just on my mental image for Bennett now. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, cool. Serving them, serving them beans and lobster. <laughs> so yeah. Uh. After that happens, um. Let's say it's been the better part of that night, and maybe headed towards morning. What are people doing? Did we go back out looking for whatever that thing was? Did we have other things we wanted to do? Are we just sacking out with the kids? Or what are we doing? I'm out of like Elamir and Granny and Poppet. Poppet absolutely is staying with the kids unless otherwise requested. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I don't think I have any idea what the heck that thing was. Uh, I mean, oh, I'm trying to figure I out. can imagine. I think it's like, I think your character does whatever face they're wearing. This obvious thing is, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm leaning towards grannying at this point. Um, I think. Well, I guess the only other thing would be to try to find out what the hell that thing is. Uh, actually, what's Elamir doing? Um, I can't imagine that Elmer's even there. I don't think they much care. Yep, okay. Uh, okay. No, and that settles me then. Because, like, Thick's not going to leave just Poppet there in charge of the kids. Well, <laughs> to protect the kids is the better way of putting it. No offense, Poppet. So, so Granny... I do take a lot of looking after. I, exactly. I mean, I can't trust you with children. So Granny's making cookies and Poppet's just hanging with the kids. Yeah. So, Elmer, where are you? What are you doing? Um, I don't think they went back to the lighthouse. I think they would continue to tracking this beast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, then you probably would have seen at least part of what just transpired, or at least, like, been close enough to hear it happen, probably. Right? Yeah. And seen the, the beast's uh, a light into the night afterwards. Um, still with the weird gate um, of uh, a, a wounded animal, right? And yeah, uh, do you would you recognize Gaston? Have you two been in the same place at the same time yet? Uh, we were both at the garden when Gaston got run over, but I don't know. Because I'm really interactive with us beyond that. Okay. Okay. Um, I, he was also... Oh yeah, I guess he wasn't with the kids. So yeah, I don't know. That, I, probably not? Okay. Yeah, I was... Well, the nature... I kind of... I, 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 I did kind of just wander into the... <laughs> into the garden scene. And then helped out. Then fucked off. And then got ran over by an owl. Yeah. 
See, I, I mean, I would recognize him, recognize him as a local person I've seen before, but not. I guess that's true. Like, I we I did a downtime scene, but like, I don't think I knew about you guys as lighthouse. Didn't you hang out with us while we were preparing that ritual for the dwarves? Yeah. You. Yeah, you were there for that for sure. So, like, that was at least a couple hours. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the nature of Gaston's sort of abilities would definitely put him in the position to uh, get get the attention of Elamir, right? Yeah. Uh, in a way that Elamir would probably respond to. Um, so, yeah, what, what is the... What, give me that interaction, I guess, is where I'm at. Gaston's just been liberated via unlikely knife fire from almost certain death didn't get a good look at this thing spots elamir who i assume is still like armed very much so yeah i i think i think definitely i gaston has uh on his back like on his coat there's a large imprint of a the top of a barrel because it I, I i just i'm gonna flavor the armor that i had was like part of a barrel somehow got in the way between the paw and my actual flesh okay okay <laughs> you know? sure so they're like there was an impact and i had a bruise but not like you know uh, a level two injury bruise you know mm -hmm. so there's i don't have a paw print on me but there's definitely something really hit me with a lot of force on my back <laughs> and left a mark <laughs> okay okay sure sure um Elamir, are you like batmaning across the city or are you like on the rooftops or are you on a boat how are you tracking the beast at this point i think it's gotta be from higher up okay I don't know. I can't imagine. The, is this town? I, I, I'm not going to be jumping rooftop to rooftop, I'm guessing. Um, Unless is this town is much more dense than I thought. This town is, this town is pretty dense. Um, uh, we're talking several centuries of consistent occupation by a variety of imperial okay. powers. So, like, it's pretty well built up. Some of it's, like, in states of disrepair. Like, it's not 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 a sure thing running across modern rooftops or whatever like you're 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 you've got to watch your step but yeah you could do that you could you could stay on rooftops um but yeah i, I so but yeah so i want i would probably see it from higher up but then I'd drop down to check on gaston make sure since i at least know of you know know, know from the ritual time okay cool uh yeah so you do that. You, you like green arrow down into this alleyway, right? And you're standing in front of not not wounded, but winded and not and slightly singed Gaston. Go. So I, I guess first of all, Gaston, are you just sitting there looking dazed, or are you? Um, I think. Okay, so let's let's assume that I've. I've made enough distance from where the attack and everything was that I feel like I can take a breather, maybe. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, so I'm probably like catching my breath, 
taking my coat off, like looking at this giant impact stain that's still on there. <laughs> and then uh probably yeah, just maybe uh when you, you when you come down to like make contact with me, I'm still sort of like trying to figure out what my next uh step is. Yeah, you're you're certainly lucky to survive that beast. I've seen him kill many a person in the last I don't know, how long has it been? Twenty four hours, last day or two. Yeah, like well, like uh, not even that. Like it's been. Yeah, it's been less. Yeah, evening, roughly evening to you know. Yeah, a few hours probably at this point. Is that are you, are you coming down and like saying as much to me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying that now. Oh, you, you're aware of that thing, huh? Uh, yeah, I've been hunting him for the last couple hours. Uh, oh, well, it... he was a uh, part of some sort of cult or trying to another one of those groups trying to raise a god from nothing. Shame, uh, they... shame that all the uh, groups, god groups around here, aren't as nice as those. Uh dwarves we met but indeed uh so yeah that that do you know anything of, of uh undead beasts a friend i didn't even get a look at the creature that attacked me <laughs> i'm just counting my lucky stars that i managed to get away it, it certainly did a number on one of the police around here is all i saw done a number on a lot a lot a lot of a lot of men um so as uh, Gaston specifically, as luck would have it, um, as he's catching his breath, he rests his hand on a piece of local gorilla statuary art uh, that will look very familiar to Elamir. It is about a foot and a half long, about a foot tall, and it is a wooden canine statue with a bunch of metal scales awkwardly nailed into the sides of it. It looks very much like a version of the same statues that were found at, that were at that uh, compound that the kids were at. Um, it does not look to be any better constructed, however, because they are, it is very shabbily made, but it is very obviously an effigy in the same style. Is it like at the, the foot of the stairs to an entrance to a building, or is it just like randomly placed in an alley? It's just like sitting on top of some detritus in this alley. Uh, gesture towards the effigy then. It's like, yeah, that that's uh, seems the iconography of the, uh, the beast itself right there. Really? Well... Yeah, it just came from this camp full of crazy people and some crazier kids. Uh, seems like they were feeding it there. But now that, that place is all burned down. Strangest thing, stone burning. No idea why. Well, I don't know about stones burning, but... Uh, is this beast the avatar of a god? A godling itself? No clue. Obviously, that these people were in service to it. 
they were trying to you know keep it fed fed on them in the end mm. but yeah I, I don't know the nature of it i know i know it can be hurt so it's it's it doesn't seem to be a god maybe something trying to ascend i don't know um further down uh, as you're having this conversation you can hear in sort of Gaston, you'll recognize it as the place you just got in your fight. Um, there is the kind of officious shouting that happens when uh, law enforcement finds one of their number down. <laughs> right? Sure. Uh, so that the, the body has been discovered by the authorities, essentially. Um, and there's a good chance they're going to start looking for perpetrators and or scapegoats so should we like be moving further away <laughs> or... it's up to you i'm just delivering the situation i have no intention of being wrapped up in their investigation i'm still have to continue hunting this beast make sure try to put an end to it mm -hmm. all right we're gonna flash back to the tower to the watchtower real quick um, Granny, yeah. What are you doing specifically right now? I really think probably baking cookies. Um, I don't remember if any of the kids are actually conscious. I think they're all. Um, they de there 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 weren't any. Well, I think uh, Pinch might have been right, but I think the rest. Pinch definitely traumatized out, but like earliest. So. Yeah, the rest of them were all in pretty bad shape. Uh, still, when you got there, yeah, I. It's not really. Uh, the only thing that's popping into my head is what Bazo Baz's reaction to all this is. Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, the ones you don't immediately have an answer to. Yeah, uh, unless you go looking for it. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, Poppet, you are, I'm assuming, are you, like, cuddled up with an unconscious child, or... <laughs> yeah, I imagine. One thing that you both notice is a, uh, distinct lack of Bennett since you've gotten back. <sighs> Bennett is currently not there. Which is sort of odd, because he rarely leaves. There's not, like, signs of violence or wolf smells, are there? No, no, uh, the, there's no sense that, that whatever that thing is came to get him. Oh, I was thinking of the, the Wolfen dudes. Oh, yeah, no, uh, the, this place seems fairly well, sh well hidden from the Wolfen now, on sort of a metaphysical level, since you moved in. Yeah. Um, yeah, no Bennett's, uh, he didn't tell you he was going anywhere, but, uh, possible he had some business out uh maybe left a note somewhere for you to find um yeah so back to elamir and uh elamir and gaston let's assume some time has passed where are we um were you taking me back to the headquarters or, or... Uh, i mean i would offer if you if you want to meet up with the other members of our group, I would tell you where you can go to meet them. Um, but I was going to continue following that beast. Oh, you're following it. Yeah, yeah, I was tracking it. That's how I came upon you. 
uh, <laughs> well, you're hunting it, um, and you don't want to, you don't want to gather all your friends first? Um, I, they're, they're looking after those kids that we're talking about that they, we picked up from that camp, or rescued from that camp. Um, uh, kids, you say, um, uh, and, and then, like, he sort of describes, you know, a number of, you know, like, a bunch of scrappy folk, uh, hangs out with goats. <laughs> yeah, I, there was, there were definitely some goats there. I, I have no idea how they were, though. Yeah, Elamir was not engaged in childcare operations, from what I understood, so the descriptions of the children will probably be limited. So, Gaston, would you have gone with Elamir, or are you going to go check on those kids, if you think that's who it is? Um, mm, that's a good question, actually. Uh, I, Yeah, I would also mention that we have, I have ways of gathering the group if, once I've tracked this beast down. So if you want to head back there, that you can. I mean, yeah, it's, I think, I think Gaston would like to confirm if it was like, hey, are these, it is, are the, are the kids that I had helped out previously hanging out with these other people that I had helped out, you know, like, that seems to be the sort of thing, you know, that uh, I would, I would run into. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they've had an encounter with this beast and everything you know i want to make sure hey are they all all right and what can they tell me about it etc okay okay um yeah if you would uh i imagine yeah they first of all they can sort of part the veil and gaston can find the place uh but also gaston can probably just like fall ass first to the watchtower if that's the thing that he wants to do Right. So is that what we should assume that Gaston is doing? He'll show up for the Watchtower in a few minutes. Yeah, I would. I would. I think I would do that rather than hunt the beast with Elamir right now. No offense, okay. but <laughs> that's a more your job sort of problem. Yes. Uh. So, okay. So Gaston uh parts ways with Elamir. Elamir, I imagine you sort of start doing your roof jumping thing in the direction of, of this a uh, direction of smelling or this direction of the smell of burning fur right yeah yeah uh okay Gaston, yeah you're headed back to the direction uh okay cool doc let's talk about you if you're available maybe he's not okay um let's go back to the watchtower then Gaston has not arrived yet. Elamir's headed back off the other direction. Uh, it's just Poppet and Granny and the kids. Um, who is... Is anyone, like, watching the door? I imagine that, like... We probably secreted the kids away in a bedroom. I imagine it's probably not, like, on the first floor. But I would imagine, like, the kitchen probably is. Does yeah. that make sense as a layout? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Granny, mm -hmm. there is a knock at the door. Oh, who is it? I'll go and answer the door. Hello. Um, you open the door, and standing there is a full-on Fosterian knight in their, like, wildly shiny armor. Yes. 
who stands about a foot and a half taller than Granny, uh, and immediately upon the door opening, sort of adjusts their gaze downward haughtily. You, old woman, where is Bennett? Well, I don't know. He isn't with you. No, he was to accompany us on official business. He should be here. What kind of official business is... If not here, then he should have been there. I'm sorry, where? Immediately, when you ask that question, like, he can... He, he, you, can you can tell that he knows he fucked up, right? Like, his... <laughs> Uh, that is not for you to know. When... I'm sorry, but if you don't want to tell me where he's supposed to be, how am I supposed to tell you where he is? I don't understand. You're making no sense at all, child. Why don't you come sit down and have some tea? He gives you a look like, I've heard this fairy tale, <laughs> uh, and definitely does not does not move into to consume any food in your strange tower. Um... Oh, well, if you're going to refuse my hospitality, that's so rude. I've heard such positive things about the civility and courtesy of the knights. I think you're an imposter. Good day. Close the door. Um, yeah, no, he does <laughs> not know how to react to that at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, this is definitely the immediate, the immediate idea that you get, uh, Granny, is that this is a person who's very used to, like, that his mere presence being like the only the only thing that matters. He's here. That means he's in, in the authority. This person is going to be uh, listening to him now. Well, and just for the viewers at home, yeah, I've decided that Thick thinks these guys are a bunch of assholes and doesn't give a shit about them. That's um, like remember we said he knew the founder at one point in time and thought uh -huh. that he was a dick. So yeah. it's just like, and eh, whatever. That dude is kind of a loser, actually. This, is, yep. this whole thing is not not something I do. Um, yeah, uh, Poppet, you're sort of seeing... You're hearing what's going on, I imagine. And you probably get some, like, weird magic tingles when these guys show up. Because they're something on the order of a thing like you. That's disturbing, probably <laughs> for both of us. Yes. <laughs> For everyone involved. Uh-huh. Um, so are you going to stay hunkered down with the kids? Or are you going to, like, I don't know, hang awkwardly out an up upstairs window? Uh, Probably going to make sure none of the kids catch Curious. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the, the knights... Uh, after having gathered himself back up, right, uh, straight, Good for him. straightened his armor, you know, <laughs> psyched himself back up, uh, very... You go back in there. Let <laughs> <laughs> that weird granny let you in that building. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's happening, right? Um, he, uh, he very loudly, like, the, the sound of, like, an overly energetic mailed fist slamming into this door, right? Thunk, <laughs> thunk, thunk. Open, old woman. Now that's just being rude. It I is. know, it's like there has to be old woman, jeez. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Alright, Granny will open the door back up. Oh, hello, how can I help you? 
<laughs> Hello, Sonny. I need you to do to give this to Bennett when next you see him. We've just established. I have no idea where Bennett is. You are making he, no sense. Where is that as supposed to be? You anticipate seeing <laughs> Tell him again, Tell me where again, Bennett is yes? supposed to be, and I will be able to get this to him. And he's, like, holding out a rolled, like, parchment paper with a wax seal on it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I will take the paper. I will open it and read it. You know, again, because the next thing I worry about is, about is, this is not to be, not to, this is for Bennett's eyes only. Like, I am reading it when he says this. I imagine as you, oh, yes. Uh, and, yes. Granny is a very spry woman for her age. <laughs> this dude is, like, bristling as hard as a human can bristle right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's, like, a harumph you can feel through, like, the <laughs> aether, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, put that away. That is for Bennett. So what does it say? Um, well, that's a good question. Um, Bennett is really good at reading things that no one else can read, right? Yeah, yeah. So you may not have the the ability to decipher this thing. Okay. Hush, uh, Sonny, I haven't finished reading yet. Okay. Uh, tell Bennett if he has not if he has not reported to the location in three days' time Retaining him will become a priority of the Fossarian Knights. And he, like, looks you dead, as dead in the eye as he can, although he's, like, he's not used to dealing with people who aren't incredibly intimidated by him, so he is, like, uh -huh. a little counter-intimidated already, right? But he's yep. trying his hardest right now. So, like, Granny just gives him that look of, like, the witch out of, like, Hansel and Gretel. Okay. Did you just threaten my lodger? Good day to you, ma'am. I will remember your scent. <laughs> By the time <laughs> you say that, he's already like turned most of the way around, and he's about to do their his, like silver streak off trick. Uh, uh huh. But you can see there's like a hesitation, <laughs> like a, uh, uh, and then that's yeah, not, he's gone. That's not the traditional goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Once he's gone, just like, oh, that was fun. It's the, low, it's the low pan island aloha, right? I will yeah. remember it feels your a little intimate, honestly. I go check in with Poppet. Poppet knows weird magic shit. You make anything of this? Yeah, what do I. Can I read it? Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know how you know things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Poppet's excited to find out how Poppet knows things, frankly. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's... It's not any less intelligible to you than, like, regular writing, I guess, probably. <laughs> Fair. But I don't know how that is. First of all. And second of all, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't know if Poppet knows how to read, even. Mm -hmm. okay. So here is the impression that Poppet gets from this paper, right? Uh, there's a, there's, 
you're you can I, I imagine you can like absorb details probably. Uh, yeah. The this is a missive directly to Bennett from a Poppet knows about the night Fossarian Knights, right? Fairly well reestablished. Yeah. yeah. From one of the has at least seen them at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah, one, one of the them tried to like grab you. Yeah. From one of the higher ups of the knights. Um. And it essentially reads that something serious has changed in the like metaphysical makeup of the island as of a few like a week or two ago, whenever the whenever the fiasco at the garden happened, however long ago that was. A couple of weeks. The very normal trip at the garden, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and that there have been some anomalies since then that he's hoping Gaston or not Gaston, uh Bennett, Bennett. can help make sense of, essentially. And uh Bennett is invited to the keep. Invited being like in giant air quotes, right? He's essentially being conscripted to the keep. Yeah, like yeah. at your earliest convenience, which is Royal Speak for right fucking now. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, something called, uh, yes, and they're, they're, you're not sure, there's some details in it that don't make any sense because there's, like, a sense that Bennett is going to be, he's, he's being asked to come to the keep, but he's being, also being told to go to not there, right? Good. He's being told to go to another location instead of the keep. So it's weird. It, it's it's uh, I don't know. They wouldn't want to get confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's sort of what you can glean from it. It is a summons of some sort. Uh, but it's also like backdated. Like this was. This looks like it's a uh, secondary communication for something that was probably delivered to Bennett earlier, right? Mm. Uh, Second notice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the vibe you get from this thing. As per my last missive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's, I'm going to say it's about at that point that Gaston shows up. Just like, stumbles out of the like incredibly thick underbrush from that trail that should not allow people who aren't you guys to find this place, but somehow is allowed to in the last like 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, God stuff is weird. It's fine. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Super weird. Yeah, but Gaston is here. Uh, Gaston, you see a. You've never been to the Watchtower, have you? Correct. Yes. Uh, it's a lighthouse uh, that is in various states of disrepair uh, from varying ages of occupation on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's lights on inside and the smell of cookies. What? Well, that's inviting. It, sure it is. It is. Very old lady in the woods style, yes. <laughs> it's fine. Says the animated doll that's clearly not some sort of horror movie monster. I was going to say, I really need to somehow turn this into a cottage. <laughs> <laughs> or like a cabin in the woods? Yeah, you know. That'll never work. Alright, uh, hey, Doc, you're back. Let's talk, Doc. What's up? 
Let's talk. Let's talk about where you are right now. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Mm-hmm.